0: Welcome to Mostly Mindful for Teens and Tweens, hosted by Dominique Sullivan of the Zen Librarian, blending science and spirituality in innovative ways that make sense in our modern world. Thank you for spending time with me today as we break down mindfulness, tell a few stories, and practice a few new skills. And welcome to today's episode on anxiety. I have to say I used to suffer from anxiety. It really sucks. So today I thought I would break it down a little bit and start this new year and reach out to all those people who are listening. I get you. You are not alone. Do you know right now for teenagers, there's an anxiety rate for one in three? So one in three teenagers have anxiety. If you think in a typical class, that's like eight or nine kids in a classroom. And this is pre-pandemic, so I can only imagine it's a little bit high out there. So today, I gotcha. We're going to just talk about some really good hands-on strategies. I want you to remember the movie Inside and Out. You know how there's a control panel in Riley's mind? You know, there's anger and joy and disgust. But unfortunately, sometimes when we worry a lot, we actually add a character to our control panel, right? And the most important thing about mindfulness is you need to label who is in the control panel, who is rocking your brain up there. And sometimes it's not that healthy who is in control. So some of the labels I use are worry or anxiety or stress. Oh, this is my judgment brain. Oh, my striving. Like when I know I'm trying to be perfect because that doesn't exist. Sometimes I have a busy mind where I'm like, I got to do this and then I got to do this and I can't settle. So the more that I label it, the more I bring mindfulness to each moment, the better each moment can get. So really think about who is in your control panel and get creative with it. You can make them a whole or a wardrobe. You can have them have whatever hair you want. So think about who is in your control panel. And unfortunately, sometimes we make a character called anxiety and you can name it whatever you want. I name mine Anxious Annie. And she kind of looks like Miss Frizz from uh, Magic School Bus. And she's wearing an orange dress with big, huge flowers and like kind of frizzy hair. And every time uh, Anxious Annie shows up in my life, I try to approach it with compassion and I say, mm, whew, I'm really anxious right now. Like, this is a, a moment of struggle. Like, I'm really having a hard time. And my anxiety's there for a reason. It's trying to keep me safe. It does a terrible job, but it's trying to keep me safe. I just need to recognize sometimes that I have a trigger in my life, something that stresses me out, and then my body responds. And when you're really, really anxious, like let's say you have a scale of one to 10 for stress, uh, and maybe I have a presentation. Let's pretend that there's a presentation in, in your life. And the next day, and you're feeling kind of stressed, you're like, oh man, I feel like a a four out of 10, like 10 being a panic attack, right? And so when you have a four, you're like, whew, feeling a little stressed. And then you hit a five, and you're like, oh. And something strange happens at a five, you start to get worried about worrying. So you switch from the original trigger to worrying about your body and the symptoms and what's going on. And you start to look at your body and say, whew, I'm getting a little hot, I'm a bit sweaty and... Ooh, I'm feeling a bit uh, lightheaded, and you know, because you're starting to kick into the fight, flight, or freeze. And when you start scanning the body systems, it sometimes gives you quote unquote evidence that you're going to feel anxious. But this is not true. And I want you to know that you are not your thoughts. This is why labeling is so powerful. You have to say, Ooh, This is a moment of anxiety. Oh, and then you have to be compassionate towards it. And I say to myself, anxious Annie is here. And then I try to take a deep breath and try to bring myself compassion. And it's really hard, but the more you practice, the easier it gets. These are brain pushups, right? So really pay attention. What is your trigger? Then are you scanning your body for evidence? Right, And if you are, know that you are actually trying to stoke the fire by doing that, right? You're feeding you know, sometimes we call it the two wolves, there's the good wolf, the kind wolf, the peaceful wolf, and then there's the angry, fearful, and anxious wolf. And the mind always goes to which one do you feed. And so when you get triggered, when you get anxious about being anxious, sometimes we play a record, and then we play our fears over and over like a DJ. And what we want to do is we want to step back from the record and just notice that you're playing the record, right? Oh, My mind is going anxious again. I'm going down the rabbit hole and you take a breath. And this is when you try to notice something outside yourself. We talk about focused awareness. When you can change your focus and move it somewhere else, then this is the power of mindfulness. So the first thing you need to do is really label your feelings. I feel anxious. Then bring yourself compassion. This is a moment of struggle then bring yourself the understanding that you are so not alone. There are so many people around the world who are suffering just like you. You're not broken. You're not weird. You're not different. You're just in a moment of suffering. So take a breath when you get into those moments and just notice that you're playing the record, right? And this is where the quote is so important. This is my favorite quote when I'm in those moments of stuckness. I say to myself, this feels real, but it's not true. So I may look at my body and say, I feel really dizzy. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm feeling really anxious. I have to stop and label it anxious. Your anxious. Annie is here. This is really hard. Lots of people go through this just like me. And then the most powerful thing is how do you speak to yourself in those moments? This feels real, but it's not true. This feels real, but it's not true. That is the most powerful thing you can say to yourself in those moments, because like anxiety really does feel real. It it feels like a tiger's running after you and you know it's not there, but you can't help yourself. It feels real, but it's not true. Just know that you won't always feel this way. And with practice, with mindfulness, with self-compassion, you can feel a lot calmer and find that place of peace within yourself. And through practice, you don't get jerked around by your feelings as much, right? You learn to self-soothe. So again, I want you to try to be brave. This is hard stuff. You're doing great work. You're going to turn towards your difficulty, You're going to remember uh, there's somebody in your head, right? There's some part of your control panel, just like inside and out. I want you to label it. Oh, this is worry. I'm worried about being judged. I'm worried about being um, not so perfect. I'm worried about not getting everything done. I'm just, so label it. What is it for you? What's coming up for you? Notice what is the trigger and what is your response? Notice when you're playing a record, because those records sometimes get us into troubles. They they make us feel stuck. We ruminate on it. And remember the most important, this feels real, but it's not true. You are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are like the clouds in the sky. They're going to pass you by. But in that moment, the storm feels really real, but it's not true. Give yourself a breath. Try to be kind to yourself and it really will pass. In the next practice, we are going to really look at uh, a practice of meditation and the more that you practice in meditation, the more you're able to bring it into your life, into the classroom, into those moments of struggle when you have to do a presentation or when you have to tell your friend they're not being so nice to you. These are tough things sometimes we deal with. This feels real, but it's not true. These are difficult times Thank you for making time for yourself, showing up, and doing the very best you can. I hear you out there. I am practicing my tools like crazy, and I just feel so blessed that I have this practice and that I've been doing it for close to 20 years. And thank you for coming and letting me share my knowledge with you today. Good luck, and we'll talk soon.